in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Yes, and at 12.06 on this Thursday, good afternoon, one and all, here I am, it is Juan. This is the noon report, it's the John DePietro Show, it's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Good afternoon, Worcester. Good afternoon, Attleboro, with Big Al, a former hawk. Good afternoon to everyone in the northern part of the state, and good afternoon to everybody tuning in. Part of our uh, live stream that we do on Facebook Live, please share that you are watching this portion of the program. Folks, this is a good day. Run some errands, or this weekend it's going to be nice. Stop it and see my friends. Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Annuals, perennials trees and shrubs see everything they have available hanging pots 10 inch 12 inch moss baskets hanging impatience pansies marigold bags large selection beautiful patio pots vegetable plants and herbs tropical mandevillas hibiscus plants screen loom mulches are available pickup and delivery mulch dark pine black hemlock crushed stone they are a full scale full service nursery yes they are Everything you need to make your home, your business, your property a showstopper. Stop it and see them. Gift certificates are also available. Father's Day is coming up. Look for them on Facebook, and they're open seven days a week. You shop local. Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. What I like is they update their website quite a bit. Well, folks, good afternoon on this Thursday, and there's some developing news that I think is going to take off. I think it's going to take off nationally. Uh, we're obviously going to monitor the situation and find out. And as you can imagine, folks, <coughs> excuse me, Juan's in the middle of it. Um, but check out the website, depetro.com, which is brought to you by the Coincident, 226 Coincident Avenue in West Warwick. Lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge. The place is reliable. They're open seven days a week. The Coincident, 226 Coincident Avenue in West Warwick. Check them out on the website which is to petro.com. So there's a developing story now that I believe, and I've already been uh, communicating with some people, that I think is, um, is, as we say, got some legs to it. So in Rhode Island is now, surprise, surprise, going to be scrutinized. And it has to do with the fact. Now, I want to, there's several things. Um, I was speaking to someone, <coughs> excuse me, out of town, an out of town news source, and they said, I'm surprised that didn't make more news around there. And I said, you know, I, I did all I could to draw attention to this. Um, but the fact of the matter is, you know, right now it's becoming a national story that Rhode Island is among the states that overcounted during the 2020 census. So in Rhode Island, 5% overcount translates into 55,000 residents. This is a national story now with certain states that overcounted and other states that undercounted. Now, Rhode Island would have lost a seat if there were 19,000 fewer residents had been counted, according to election data. So the reason why this is significant, folks, see, this is the thing. The state continues to be. Now, this is also, by the way, something we can't blame on Governor McKee. So he should feel relieved about that. This was the Langevin seat. And this is a national story. One in 20 residents in Arkansas, Tennessee were missed. During the 2020 census, four other U.S. states had significant undercounts of their population, which shortchanged them of federal funding. And more importantly, this has to do with the congressional seat. That's why Jim Landman, he really stopped campaigning. He just shut the switch off because he really thought that the state was doomed to lose the seat. In Florida and Texas, undercounts cost them congressional seats. So here's what you have to really step back and realize. And I have been saying this. Um, how, how many people do you know are actually, and, and, and by the way, some of this could go into Massachusetts, but it's more of a Rhode Island thing. But how, how many people that you know of are, are actually moving into the state? The fact, of course, it doesn't make sense that they want to say 55,000 people moved into the state of Rhode Island the past few years and allowed the state to hold on to the two congressional seats. So now, 
I have written extensively about this and I have reported extensively on this. And this was, in fact, uh, it was the, the the whole reason is because the state of Rhode Island counted and paid. And I know some people don't fully get it and they don't always pay attention. But if you check out to Petro.com, they, we, the state paid illegals to fill out the census. In the end, this is on DePetro.com. Rhode Island added 44,812 new residents since the 2010 census. <coughs> I apologize, folks. It's just, it's just uh, allergies, not a COVID cough. Does that make sense to anyone that basically 45,000 new people moved into the state? No. You'd say people are moving out of the state. Then who is it that's moving into the state? There was a big story in the Boston Globe. And the Providence Journal counted it that they were paying people $20 to fill out the census. And I'm going to quote from this. They instructed volunteers look for basement windows with curtains, which could indicate someone who was living in a makeshift apartment there. They also looked for names on mailboxes, tried to locate residents who may have moved. There are other tactics. During one event in um, Oneyville, they say Providence is Valley neighborhood. It's really Oneyville. The team was giving away free food, trying to sign people up for the census. But people weren't responding to that. Hey, free food here. Um, Who's interested? Here's free food. Sign people up. No. They started handing out $20 bills from his pocket to people in 10 cars. Word quickly got around someone was handing out money. The word carries a lot. Now, the guy they paid to do this took a different approach. He spent enough time working political campaigns, Providence, Central Falls, urban Newport. There were a lot of illegals living in the state. He said they were hard to reach. They knew that former President Trump didn't want them counted in the census. Folks, the bottom line is they were then counted in the census. I repeat, they were, and they paid them. And Rhode Island with Raimondo... And others, they paid $20 per illegal. Do the math. I think sometimes it was even more than that. But they paid them right around that. And they had all these illegals fill out the census. Now, here's where it gets really, um, really interesting. Because this is also where it comes into play. Um, this also ties in is is a Rhode Island citizen a citizen and again I'm going to put out all this stuff once again uh, on Facebook and and Twitter um, where uh, again I I have been reporting on this the rest of the mainstream media they stay away from it for and, and there's various reasons why they stay away from it <clears throat> because they have this idea that. If, if you bring this up, you know, as, as I've talked, as I've actually talked about, you know, obviously the media is biased. I know a lot of people focuses on um, with with what goes on nationally and they don't even realize that what goes on locally is is just as bad, if, if not worse. Um, but, you know, anytime and you point out, I point out some of the language that the media, when it comes to voting, for instance, any hint of voting, if you if you talk about voting, they say, oh, somebody's a, a Trump support, you know, like in the media, that's a negative. Um, I've told many of you when I go to a lot of these, you know, the press briefings, I am by far and away. I remember that the Raimondo uh, press briefings that that one of the uh, people said, you know, to me, do you realize you're the only media person here that is, in fact, a, a Trump supporter? And I, I wasn't intimidated by that. I knew that um, it, it has no bearing on, you know, on me or how I cover the news. But it was telling that, you know, that it was it's it's all it's all really now it's become Biden supporters is what they are. And but the fact that now. You know, you have these other states that want to do an investigation. You have these other states that want to say, hey, wait a minute. You know, it looks like Rhode Island. How, how is this possible? But one thing about this is this 
has been written about and written about extensively. What's also really interesting to me is the fact that the I, I think the the um, the paper that that I, I believe has done the most reporting on it locally and. I, I don't know if it was intentional, but I do want to give them credit. The Providence Journal has done some, but it was it was actually the Boston Globe that that has written so much <clears throat> about it. And the fact that, you know, he, this was a campaign. This was there were there were different versions of the I mean, here it is. Um even Sabina Matos wrote the key to Rhode Island's successful sentence uh, census counting illegal aliens, and that Sabina Matos wrote that. I mean, think of that. She even admitted that. So, you know, you have the lieutenant governor of the state even admitting that they were counting illegals here. And I'll, I'll, um, let me just, I'll, I'll read a little bit of that, but. Uh, holding on to two seats not only helps Rhode Island, it helps Governor McKee. Uh, and then there was this incredible story of, you know, an unusual duo saved Rhode Island's congressional seats. And and they go through and walk through. And that was that was Dan McGowan who who, you know, walked through the whole thing of Louis Estrada. Um, this was written last April. And they talk about Jordan Hanover and they got to know each other and there was this idea that they needed the state needed to do something to um, come up with a way to count all these people and what they decided to do they came up with creative ways and it was really the counting of illegals so they had a budget Um, it was assumed it was it was Langevin gave up he absolutely thought. So the experts said Rhode Island needed to add 7,000 to 20 residents to retain both seats. So most people thought, well, the, the, you know, there's no way that that's going to happen. So he was approached to join the complete count team by Matt Jerzyk, well-known attorney and lobbyist, political operative. Um, they hired a second person and they were skeptical at first, but... They, they they avoided, she knew the suburbs, she avoids them. He didn't have a Facebook profile. In the end, Rhode Island added 44,000 new residents. And what this all comes down to is this was um, the complete count team in the budget that they had. Their mission was was very simple. And that was to register illegals in Rhode Island and pay them to do it. So my point is, folks, and this is also wildly important. And I am telling you right now, um, I just there's there's no way that these. Well, I don't want to say no way. I believe these this group was then um, all of these people were then added into the. under the voter rolls. There's there's nothing to stop it. And I know a lot of people don't fully get that, but the, the there's nothing to stop illegals from from voting in Rhode Island elections. Zero. And again, it was last April when all of this, you know, kind of came out and and how it was it was gonna go down. And then I do want to give credit, the Providence Journal also wrote about it. Uh, but that's, you know, really, it was it was just such a surprise. Rhode Island will not lose a seat. And they were expecting to lose a seat. And, you, you know, all you have to do is go back. I'm looking at all these articles. It was late April when all of this started going down. And in the media, now they like to say immigrants. But we all know it's it's not immigrants. Um, they're illegal immigrants. Population show Rhode Island could be, um, well, anyway, represented. They, 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 here's the thing. On paper, there was no way that the state was going to be able to do it as far as keep that seat because of declining population. 
But what it really came down to was they decided, let's pay the illegals to fill out the census. And what also, by the way, comes into play is the fact, see, there's that, the Rhode Island Complete Count Committee, Deoser in Central Falls, who else was on the committee? Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, who, by the way, got 46000 for the month of May. As Rhode Island is also listed as a hotspot again. Um, Rhode Island spent more than $1.5 million on the census. Um, and and how, how did they do that? Because they paid people. They paid people to fill out the census. That's what they did. And, and people can try to deny it. But, I mean, it's all right there. Their own words. You know what? They were, they were so proud of themselves for how they kind of skirted the system. Um, I mean, they, think, think of that. I mean, the, they, were, they were literally, you know, Florida and Texas, I don't blame them for then being upset because, you know, they're like, well, what are you, what are you talking about? Why, why would Rhode Island, everyone is moving here. Uh, to Florida from spent more paying, I just want to finish this, paying illegals. That's that's really what it came down to. And what is, is going to be interesting now is what the other states are going to do when they realize that Rhode Island has been flagged for paying illegals to fill out the census. And so Rhode Island is now listed as one of the states that is... Um, Overcounted, overcounted. So I know that's some of it's a little inside, and I'll I'll talk about it. But folks, this portion of the John DePietro show at twelve twenty two is brought to you by R. E. Coogan Heating. Now listen, this weekend it's going to be warm. This weekend it's going to be mid eighties, close to ninety. So how's your cooling system? Call R. E. Coogan Heating today. 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. R. E. Coogan Heating. Helpful trustworthy reliable plumbing heating and cooling remember what they say let us into your home don't fix it alone now if you're listening right now it's 1222 1223 excuse me on this thursday and you're listening to the john DePietro show on am 1380 and 99.9 fm if you have a problem with your hot water tank maybe it gave out or you have a plumbing problem or you want to make sure your, your cooling system is working efficiently for your home or your business Call R.E. Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. It's Coogie. It's the Coogie Point. Look for them on Facebook. And then the website is recooganheating.com, R.E. Coogan and Heating, folks. Call them now. Make sure that cooling system is working efficiently. Folks, check out the website, depetro.com, which is brought to you by the Senadale Revival. Comfort, food, and cocktails. Listen, people are always looking for a great place to go out for a drink or dinner. Check out Senadale Revival, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Shane, they run a, a great operation there. Comfort, food, and cocktails. And on a Friday and Saturday night, they have live entertainment, and the place is just packed. You're going to love it. Check it out, Senadale Revival. So, um, but I, that's, that's really significant. That is really significant because, you know, now you have these other states wondering, like, hey, what's the drill here? Wait a minute. Why are we, how did we lose this and, and why did we lose this? Folks, how about this other story now? U.S. case of mo- monkeypox reported in Massachusetts. Gee, I wonder how that happened. Gee, I wonder how monkeypox, which normally you find in parts of Africa, Typically limited to Africa. Gee, I wonder how that ended up in Massachusetts. A man, Massachusetts man returned from a trip to Canada, tested positive for the virus. Wait, what, what is this? That's, you know what? This is these people landing on this continent. Monkeypox. Oh, good. That's just what we need. You know, COVID, whether people like it or not. Uh, Department of Health. Ooh, here's a new story just breaking. East Providence police officer charged with domestic assault. Oh, boy. Assault charge in Rehoboth. Stephen Evans arrested last week. Family household member. Following a 911 hang-up. Um, he told that his wife threw a shoe at him while he was playing a video game and began to attack him. Well, I mean, the guy was trying to finish the game. I don't know what to what to make of that. All right, we'll wait and see how that that uh, pans out. Um, 
Rhode Island is among states that overcounted during the 2020 census. Of course they did. But folks, and I, and I fully recognize a lot of people don't want to hear this. I'm curious to see what Governor McKee is going to do about this. You know, COVID has been so political. Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker, I believe that one of the reasons he has remained, and he is, whether people like it or not, but the most popular governor in the country is just the fact that he's not running for re-election and he refused to make COVID political. Where with Governor McKee, it's it's all very, very political, as a matter of fact. Um, and, and here's, you know, I, I, I'd be curious on uh, Governor, Governor McKee. Keep in mind, he kept those Providence teachers. He gave the Providence teachers $3,000 bonuses. 100 Providence teachers received letters warning them about sick time. Providence, nearly 100. 88 teachers took a sick day. Immediately before or after a weekend of school vacation and received warning letters from human resources. Several of those teachers say they notified the district that planned absence on an online portal. Um, it's not a disciplinary measure. Folks, this has been going on forever. One teacher, I was blindsided by the letter. I felt it was disrespectful. <clears throat> um, you know, this is when you have, keep in mind, in Central Falls... This is because of the unions. How about teachers get 15 sick days a year? Now, think of this in Providence. Weekends off. You're done at 2.30. They they work four hours a day. Providence teachers work four hours a day. Hey, wait a minute. That doesn't sound right, Juan. They're there six hours. Right. One hour for lunch, and they get one hour free time. They work four hours a day. They get 15 sick days a year. But if they don't take them... They can accrue up to 150 sick days, 150 sick days. Does that make sense to anybody? That is the transformational contract that Governor McKee uh, signed in. And then at the same time, he gave them all $3,000 bonuses, $3,000 bonuses, 150 sick days. Now, let, let alone, you know, there's ways that they cover. Uh, a lot of times they were doing distance learning. I mean, there's even different ways about that. And then people wonder why the Providence schools <clears throat> are such a mess. CDC's investigation of mysterious hepatitis includes one case in Rhode Island. Huh. I wonder how that happened. A child from Rhode Island is more than 100 across the country diagnosed with hepatitis. Huh, that's so unusual. You'd almost think that maybe they got it from another country. Hmm. Boy, there's a real mystery. See, folks, this is what happens when you have open borders. But I'll tell you the real story here. All of the, so much of what is going on in the state, if people really pay attention and want to know, uh, a problem that Governor McKee has, and again, folks, good afternoon at 1229. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program, hey, Memorial Day is coming. You want to make sure you have, how's your grill? Boy, there's nothing like grilling outside. It's such a, a treat to be able to do that. And on top of that, I, I'm just one of those people. I almost feel the food tastes better when it comes off the grill. For a great new grill. Or other appliances. See my friends at J's, JS, Broadway Appliance and TV, 47 Cedar Swamp Road. That's Route 5 Smithfield. You can call them at 401-949-7800. They have been in business since 1963. They're open Monday through Friday, 10 to 5, but Saturday, Sunday by appointment. Uh, they will match or beat any package deal. Stop in and see them right now. They can offer their customers tremendous discounts. They also have a new generation of kitchen laundry appliances. They have a beautiful cooking showroom, and they have the best grills, whether it's charcoal or gas or electric. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. Folks, shop local. Pull right up to the front door. Get yourself a new grill. You'll love it. 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield. 
and they uh, you can look for them on Facebook. Then the website is JS appliance.com this portion of the john DePietro show is brought to you by the lawn doctor you know this rain i don't mind it this time of year because it's always good for the grass but your best lawn ever guaranteed contact lawn doctor of rhode island today lawn care service outdoor pest control you can get a quick easy quote now they have a great website i encourage people to go to their website lawn doctor of rhode island is your lawn care company folks i've been using them for years and I'm telling you, it makes your golf, your your lawn will look like a golf course. You can call them, 401-392-1025. But get on their service program, Lawn Care Premium 8 Service Program, where they do crabgrass control, time-release fertilizer, uh, high-calcium lime. Then they do the time-release fertilizer with uh, insect control. They then come back in the summertime. They do grub prevention. They do broadleaf, grassy, weed control. Then they come back in the fall. Great website. Just type in your zip code. Get a quick, easy quote, Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. So as I, um, two things. Number one, visit the website, folks, to petro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. I feel terrible for this woman. Her name is Anita. And I went and visited her last night. I saw, I want to give credit, Channel 10 to the story. She lives in this beautiful historic home right on Smith Street in Providence. And she's dealing with a rat problem. That's problem number one. Number two, her other problem is her rep is Kat Kerwin, who basically told her, like, you know, get over it. So, you know, the, 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 yesterday, Mayor Jorge Elorja had a press conference and he's trying to, you know, they in Providence and we need to do this and we need to get rid of the guns and we need to get rid of the graffiti. It's how about just basic quality of life? If you saw the video, if you haven't seen it, visit the website, petro.com. He posted it. We did it for one after dark. It is um, it's a quality of life issue. There's no reason why this woman. Anita, who's very nice, who's trying to keep up her home, should have to deal with a rat problem. And it's 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 that type of quality of life. Right behind her is a part is a um, there's some commercial businesses, but the lot is not kept up, and there's trash all over the place, and all these rat boxes all over the place. It is it is so unnecessary. <clears throat> the incompetence that exists. In in uh, local government, and someone like a Cat Kerwin, you know who? What what is what is the point? What is the point of all of this? Um, what is is the point of you know quality of life and get the guns off the street? If if this woman in this neighborhood is is suddenly now you know dealing with a rat problem, so. I am also reaching out to Brett Smiley, who's running for mayor of Providence. You know, someone like a Kat Kerwin, she wants to march and defund the police and let's go through the pronouns. Is that, you know, listen, you're in the city council. You have a constituent that because of a bad landlord that runs the lot off of Smith Street, they used to be value land days ago, years ago. Now it's there's a Popeye's there. There's a Little Caesars pizza. There's unnecessary trash. There's, a, of course, a family dollar store, which is everywhere. But someone should be on that landlord. Like, there's no reason for it. Somebody dumped off some furniture there. I, I just feel for these people because people like Alorza, they want to be, <clears throat> hear me out, they want to be activists. They want to, you know, we're going to defund the police. We're going to give reparations. We, all of these things. Just, like, start off by doing your basic job. Unnecessary litter furniture that someone just abandoned there a couch and a chair probably some college kids that just dumped it there um garbage um dumpsters overflowing with trash so then you get rats so people in the neighborhood have to deal with rats this is someone that woman has lived in her home for 44 years and she's being driven out by rats she had to call big blue bug and she had to now pay to have them come out and deal with the rat problem so now, folks, right now at 1236, I mean, I am looking at the Drudge Report. Summer bummer. New COVID warning. Wave accelerating. New York 
hospitalizations double. I want to give credit to my brother, Tommy. He he told me this was coming (laughs) two weeks ago. And I I told him, like, there's no way. What? Like, there's no way. But he wasn't wrong. And and I recognize I want to be very clear. Um, there, everybody's on their own. Do you understand that? I, I don't, they, people, here's the problem. Like Governor McKee, I'll bet he would like to, um, go back to masks. And if it was Dr. Scott there, she'd be saying, bring back the masks. But I already know the answer to that. People are not going back to the masks. Biden's health officials warn of substantial increase in the in coronavirus cases. And there's Dr. Ja from Brown University leading the charge. A third of Americans live in areas where the threat of COVID now is so high. They should consider wearing a mask in indoor public settings. Here's what people are going to do. Number one, you want to spend time. If you go out to eat, try to eat outside. That's number one. Number two, those that have an older or have underlying health conditions, it's up to them. You can wear a mask. Biden no longer wears a mask in most settings. The White House still takes precautions, uh, but it no longer treats the pandemic as the chief concern. So Wednesday, yesterday, the COVID briefing was the first in six weeks. Biden has given more speeches on Russia's invasion of Ukraine and on inflation than of COVID. But folks, once again, now I recognize... This is a lot of people are going to shrug this off. But the New York Times has the maps. And right now, guess who's considered one of the U.S. hotspots? That's right. New England is in Rhode Island, whether people like it or not. (laughs) It's funny to me because, listen, I am not trying to convince anybody of anything. If you don't, people don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. You don't want to get the vaccination, don't get the vaccination. You don't have to. But you look at that map for whatever reason, however it starts. Rhode Island, mass, Connecticut's really bad. Connecticut is really bad. Connecticut, I think it's worse than New York. But. Yeah, Connecticut is red hot right now. And then Bridgeport and then is not. Yeah, that's New York. But here is I'm going to hold it up. (laughs) You know, Connecticut's worse than Rhode Island for whatever reason. I don't know why that is. Rhode Island's red hot, though. Rhode Island, Connecticut. I'll just hold this up for those that are on. um, I'll tell you, the New York Times, these maps are fantastic. So there I know people are going to say it's because the election's coming up, but. It is, oh, parts of Arizona, I think, are bad. Oh, debt, that's deaths per capita. But the hotspots right now, for whatever reason, Connecticut is the worst. I'll just hold that up to those who are watching on Facebook Live. So I'd be curious if Governor McKee says anything about it. Because, because here's the thing. This is the last thing he wants to be dealing with as he's trying to, you know, he's, he's underwater trying to win this primary. Yeah, for whatever reason, Connecticut... Um, is just red hot right now between New London and New Haven. Connecticut is, um, I think it's one of the worst in, in the Northeast, as a matter of fact. Massachusetts is red to orange, but Rhode Island has a lot of hot spots. <laughs> of course it does. Black Island's a hot spot, and Connecticut is. New York, you know, New York, they're sounding the alarm, but it's... It's really Connecticut, Rhode Island, or even worse than New York, if that's, you know, it's it's south of Hartford. I think that's, let's see, I don't know, we, I don't understand that area, why that area would be so bad. New London, it's it's farther south, there's this whole branch, it's not Stamford, because that's closer to New York. And it's not Bridgeport, it's just that Hartford south to the water is is actually the worst part. Now, is as far as Rhode Island, the East Bay is terrible for COVID. So I am curious if Governor McKee will do anything. But he, here's the good news. I, I don't think this changes anything. 
I don't I don't think this is I want to be very clear. I don't think this is going to change anything because now if Governor McKee, you know, now like what's Dr. Scott doing? Why is Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott getting forty six thousand for the month of May when Rhode Island is now considered one of the hot spots in the entire country? So here comes COVID. COVID coming back. You know, the Drudge Report, by the way, U.S. hotspots. Do you know New England is the worst? New England is actually considered. I don't I don't get it. It's got to I don't know what to make of that. I don't. I'm not going to speculate as to why. Unless we're testing more. Is that what it might be? You know, when remember President Trump said the more you test, the more you're going to find it. So now something that is working in our favor, by the way. But something to watch. How about how great is the Drudge Report? They have the guy in the pool who's got the mask on. So someone actually posed for that. I don't know how that works. Summer bummer. New COVID warning. The wave is accelerating. Um, but something to watch is the New York COVID hospitalizations are at a three-month high. They've gone 25% up in 10 days as fifth wave intensifies here's the good news i i think this falls on individuals here's the good news for everyone anyone listening out there i just don't think now any i i don't think uh that no one's going to make you do anything i don't think anyone is going to make people do anything and what i mean by that is i think if people don't want to wear a mask you don't have to wear a mask I I think we have entered the stage. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you don't want to get the booster, no one's going to force you to get the booster vaccinated. I think we have now entered the phase with COVID where the information is going to be out there and then people have to make smart decisions. So if you're elderly or if you have underlying health conditions, you have to take extra precautions. That's the level that we're at. This should not impact children. Our hospitals are not filling up with children. They're not. They're not filling up with young people. I believe this wave of COVID, I believe this is going to be, this this wave will be titled, You're on Your Own. You know the drill. You know how it can spread. It spreads more indoors. Uh, there, There are people that have older or have underlying health conditions, people that are obese or people that have asthma or various underlying health conditions, they need to be cautious. I don't think, you know, they, I don't, they're not going to go into the close. Remember, Ramundo, I'll never get over that. Close the beaches. They've learned the beach is the safest place you could be because the virus dissipates in all the wind and the sun actually zaps it. So the beach is the safest place you could be from COVID. And you go back to 2020 when they closed the beaches. Um, but it's going to get worse. And now this is an interesting dynamic for the, the Democrat primary. As many of you know, the progressives, they love the masks. The progressives, they're going to put pressure on Governor McKee to start masking up and pushing COVID regulations again. This could be an opening for Matt Brown. This could be an opening for Matt Brown because I don't think McKee wants to do that. I don't think he knows what to do, actually, at this point. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by J. Perry Paving. They provide high-quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Let me ask you this. Have you thought about getting your driveway paved? Well, call J. Perry Paving today for a free quote. You know, it just looks so much better. 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730, letter J, J. Perry Paving, residential, commercial, seal coating, patios, letter J, J. Perry Paving, licensed, insured, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway. Remember, affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, J. Perry Paving. Now, also, right now, at 1245 on this Thursday, I also want to remind you, there's no one who's better to veterans than J. Perry Paving. Once a month, they give away a free driveway paved for a veteran. So maybe it is, you know, contact them. You know, that'd be a nice Father's Day gift. Surprise your father, your mom, grandfather, uncle, boyfriend, girlfriend. How about a brand new paved driveway for a veteran? 
J. Perry Paving. Call them. Find out more. 401-732-1730. So the census and I, but I believe COVID people can deny it all they want. Um, but it is back and the progressives are going to be screaming about it. I think you're going to, I think you're going to see uh, Biden now. I think you're going to see Biden going back to the masks. Um, and on top of that, folks, come on. Listen, he, he can't afford. He cannot afford to. Um, he can't afford to, someone his age. Here's even Kathy Gregg now. Oh, my God. U.S. Census Bureau era may have helped Rhode Island keep its second congressional seat. Of course it did. And and on top of that, they cheated. They registered illegals. So Nancy Pelosi insists Americans want the Democrats to win in November has every intention of keeping the House. That is beyond delusional. That is absolutely beyond delusional. They are going to get uh, the rest of the country where there are fear elections. Um, the Democrats are just going to get crushed. But you have to wonder about Rhode Island with these new voting provisions. You you can't. Now, first of all, Cicilline, um Cicilline is, you know, completely... He's got it down. He's got his list. Um, He, without question, you know, he's got it down as far as his voting lists. He knows where to go, um, where he he goes to get his votes and so forth. But the the thing to watch is uh, that CD2 race. So the CD2 race, that is uh, meaning the Lanchevin seat. As long as Providence is involved, as long as Providence is involved. Whoa. Okay, so this is different. Um, I'm seeing right now. All right, so this is new. Governor McKee has canceled his open media availability. At 1.30 today, will be rescheduled next week. Was told Tuesday it would have more than nearly $1 billion surplus. He had two other events. So that is a developing story on this uh, Thursday. I want to uh, double check that. So that's, that's definitely news. Now you wonder, obviously, then we have to wonder what that's really about. So Governor McKee, I'm glad I just saw that has now canceled his, will be rescheduled. Okay, so Governor McKee will not be meeting with the media today. So that's very interesting to me. Very, very interesting to me. Um, Now, that tells me there's something going on, obviously behind the scenes, uh, that he would cancel that. So that is definitely new. Huh. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. That is, um, so there's something up with that. That that is, like to me, something dramatic. Um, And I'm going to. I th- that is not, you know, a scheduling error. There's something up with that. I'm telling you right now. I follow this guy, folks, at 12:50 and I will be doing one after dark later. I'm going to do some digging. There's something going on with that. Without question. There's no way that those types of things just happen. So, I'm not sure what to make of that. What that also means is that he doesn't want to comment on something that's happening so somebody got word i'll tell you exactly what just happened and again so that's interesting that governor mckee has um canceled his media briefing for next hour hmm um 
I think that's interesting. What what my I'm going to just my experience has been that something leaked out. Something has leaked out and he's aware that something leaked out and now he doesn't want to go and answer questions about it. That is my take. Very unusual that Governor McKee uh, would cancel this uh, press briefing for today. So, um, it, it, and it's not, oh, something came up. I mean, they announce it, and now all of a sudden at the, at the last minute, one hour before, he cancels. So, that's going to be my guess, that he, he, is, he caught wind of something. And now he just doesn't want to stay. He doesn't want to have to answer questions about it until he gets to the bottom of it or tries to work out exactly what it was. All right. I want to play Nancy Pelosi um, speaking this delusional talk uh, about the midterm elections. This is Speaker Nancy Pelosi. All right. I didn't realize the sound is so poor. I have absolutely no intention of the Democrats not winning the House in November. I think in terms of the work the president has done, he's been a great president. I don't know about polls. I do know about winning races one district at a time. Um, Well, that is, you know, that is ridiculous, actually. Um, For the Republicans to think about this, for the Republicans to win, take over the House. And let me explain this for people that. The U.S. Census Bureau said it overcounted Rhode Island's population by 55,000 people. The extra people allowed the state to keep its seat in Congress. Well, that's because Rhode Island paid illegals to fill out the census. Um, But here's what's important um, with Nancy Pelosi. The Republicans only need to win five seats in order to take over Congress. Five seats, and then Nancy Pelosi is out, and Kevin McCarthy becomes the speaker. Now, there are some people, it could be debated whether or not Kevin McCarthy is, in fact, going to be the speaker. But I, I believe what I heard is there's a certain number of over and under, um, over and under, and, and I believe that he, he will I think it's if they win, <clears throat> I had this this down. I got to nail it down. It's either if it's two, below two, closer to 220, he could have a tough time. If it's over 230, he's a speaker. But either way, where Nancy Pelosi is delusional at 1254 on this Thursday is the Republicans only need to flip five seats and they take over the House and they're definitely. Republicans right now, good afternoon, folks. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Right now, they are poised um, to win like 30 seats or at least between 20 and 30. It could be more than that. So for her to be saying that, that is completely delusional. I've heard, and also just so we're clear, I've heard, now, she's running for re-election. Cicilline's running for re-election. Notice Langevin is not running for re-election. I have it that this is Cicilline's last time. They they do it. They run um, just to show support for the party. You're almost being a good soldier by doing that. They want to give someone else time to groom someone else to take over that seat. So, but I believe Cicilline... Once he's back, you know, once they're back in session and the Republicans take over, Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline, he has no intentions of being on the back of the bus. He has no intentions of being at the end of the bench. You know, right now with Pelosi, he's on committees. He's an important figure. Um, that's that's one of the reasons, Langevin. Like, what's the point? Once the novelty wears off and you're not the – if you're in the House – in Washington, and you're not the party that if your party doesn't have the speaker, it's really no fun. So Cicilline, like he doesn't want to go through that again. 
he doesn't want to go through this again where, you know, the Republicans control. He doesn't get any good committees. He doesn't get anything. That's also, by the way, one of the reasons why it would be very important for Rhode Island to send just one Republican to Washington in the form of Bob Lancey or Alan Fung, whoever wins that primary. So I'll also say this. I will continue to make efforts to reach out to Bob Lancey. I'm going to pull myself out of it. I don't understand the Lancia campaign. I mean, he's basically running an invisible campaign. Maybe he's got a strategy. He wants to stay below the radar. Maybe that is the case. But I believe if he wants to be aggressive, he needs to be a little more visible. But again, he did very well two years ago in Slangevin. Maybe he feels he's got the right strategy and the momentum. And we're going to wait and see how that plays out. Folks, at 1257... Uh, on this Thursday, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Propane Plus for heating and cooling. Call them today, 401-885-4209. 401-885-4209. Propane Plus for heating and cooling. Call Propane Plus today. Now, in Massachusetts, call Propane Plus, 508 252 3359. If you're a restaurant and you use a lot of propane for lights or heating lamps, call Propane Plus. Get it delivered to you. They're available 24-7. They offer online billing. All customers receive a free safety inspection. Propane Plus. And they have a very easy to navigate website. It's propaneplus.com. You just, I'm looking for residential or commercial. Put in your zip code. Propane Plus. Call them today in Rhode Island for all your propane needs, 401-885-4209. Folks, right now, it's 1258. It's John DePietro on this Thursday. And again, repeating this uh, developing story, Governor McKee has unexpectedly canceled his press briefing for this afternoon at 130. So there's something odd about that that's very suspicious. Um it could be related to the FBI probe. It absolutely could be tied into the FBI probe. We don't know the full answer. But what we know right now is that Governor McKee will now suddenly not be addressing the media next hour. And there are a lot of questions to ask him about. Uh, whether it be, you know, that whole nursing home situation is a disaster. of nursing homes in Rhode Island might close. And they have no one to blame but themselves because of the minimum staffing requirement that they put in. 87% of nursing homes in Rhode Island may close. That falls on the McKee administration. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Stop in and see them. They're waiting for you at the Lodge Pub and Eatery. Here's what we're going to do. Next hour is radio only, AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. You can listen online at the website. It's DePietro.com. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. The power hour is next. We'll be back on the other side of the John DePietro Show. Mm-hmm.